0: All right, this is this is where it all gets real. This is the uh, this is the first episode. Welcome to the Surviving the Ground podcast. I'm your host, Jay Dante, and with me is co-host Bartek Shuda. Hey, guys? Hey, um, I wanted to start off nice and light so that we don't strike anyone as a Liberal offending podcast, of course. Uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. So I figured we'd start with something easy. Let's um, hear it. Yeah. Uh, according to a news alert I got today, NFL owners voted unanimously to add fees and penalties to players who don't stand during the uh, national anthem. Your thoughts?
1: My thoughts. It's
0: surprising. <laughs> Not offensive. Uh, Not an offensive topic, no one could possibly <laughs> debate that heavily.
1: yeah, no it's uh, it was pretty surprising for them to come down that hard for them to see it as that big of a distraction that they're gonna impose um, penalties, fees to basically stop freedom of speech. you know it's pretty uh, it's pretty disappointing in the league. but I mean if they feel like that's such a big problem in their league and they have, and that's that's an issue to them then I mean that's that's up to them, but we've known that a lot of owners are old. All <laughs> white and uh older white people are gonna make those type of decisions. So, yeah, the the if,
0: plight, if the aggravated, the so. plight of the white man. Um, I guess realistically, the funniest thing for me was reading the article and seeing the last paragraph or two um, that they had notified that this vote was basically made, and they said it's going to um, be a problem with the the NFLPA, the Players Association. Um, the main factor of that being that they weren't involved, in any way, shape, or form, in the voting of such uh, such dramatic rule change. Yeah, so I mean,
1: for them, they're the ones that bring in the fans, and for them not to have a say, it's pretty rough. But we know the history of the NFL and their, uh, especially lately, and how their leaders have gone about things, not as professional as say other leagues such as uh, Major League Baseball, NBA, and it's a uh, it's sad, but hopefully soon they could get up to their standards, because it really seems that, uh, I mean, football America's greatest, well, I can't say it's their greatest pastime, that's baseball, but no one really likes baseball anymore, let's face it, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And for everyone uh,
0: listening, I'd like to say there's going to be a lot like of, baseball, just, I apologize. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of chair screeching and other noises for uh, this Inaugural podcast because we haven't switched to a more professional setup, but we wanted to make sure that the uh, the dynamic is pleasing. You know, we want everyone to have fun when they're listening. I think a lot of the podcasts I like to listen to almost like give you time in times you wouldn't be able to talk to other people, where you sort of almost end up hanging. It's like you're hanging out with friends. You know, yeah, I have a couple of those where I listen to them. And it's just a bunch of guys. Talking about anything, really, and realistically, it's almost just like you're in a conversation with people, so that's kind of what this should feel like. Um, I guess in theory, going back to the anthem is that they said you could stay in the locker if you didn't want to participate, but they just didn't want any shows on the field. Um, and I know you were talking about um, do you think that's going to
1: stop anyone from doing it? I don't think so. I think we're going to see some um, some kneeling. Some of these people make a little, a lot of money, you know, and to them it's, uh, it's more about the statement than the money. So, I feel like we're still gonna see some. If I had to bet the over, the over or the under, how much times we'd see it? You'd have you'd have, you'd have over zero. Yeah. Well, let's, just <laughs> a, your... no, let's just do like one over one under over one. does yeah. Definitely go over. I'd go over on that. Um. There's gonna be some guy with balls big enough to do it. You know, he wants to. It, plus it's good for your um your individual brand, you know yeah so well at least um, unless you want pl- unless you w- investment
0: unless you want to pay play in the n f l then it's not very good for your investment, but
1: it doesn't seem to hurt him,
0: does it does
1: <laughs> or one out for our mans
0: well so so you were talking about the um player numbers being on um Jerseys. The requirement of numbers to be on practice jerseys uh, imposed mainly because of New England, and I guess it's not the first time. It's, it's basically the second year that they've made a rule change just based on New England's practices because it's primarily based on them. But last year they changed um, numbers that your receivers can wear based on a complaint from the Ravens about a trick play that the Patriots ran. Um And now you're looking at it and, I don't know. I guess, in theory, you want to feel bad for the Patriots, but if you keep pushing the envelope, sometimes you're going to be the person who people make rules based on. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing. They try to do literally anything they can to give themselves an advantage, and NFL thought that was uh, not right. So, again, they come down on them. They come down on it hard. NFL's like the uh, Catholic school principal that... uh, doesn't really take anything, uh, lightly. And it's kind of stuck in their old ways, so.
0: Well, on top of that, um, I know you're more of a basketball guy. Yep, finally had a good game last night. Finally had a good game, uh, depending on who you who like. You ask. Depending on who you ask. But, um, yeah, an even series, so that's something. Both conferences, even series,
1: 2-2. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, that's, uh, it's finally getting some, getting some good play there. So, like. I don't know, ma'am. I you never count LeBron out in that series, and that's no, not until he
1: loses. You can't count him out until he loses. You can't
0: so. count. You can't count him out till he's out. Till he's out. I guess. Is so the...
1: moving forward, if he's not out this year, we could count him out. But uh, until he proves us wrong, he's uh, he's staying as the favorite. So I still see the Cavs moving on. Warriors played like shit yesterday. Only lost by three, so <laughs> it's hard to um, hard to rule them out still. When it comes down to it, and uh, I don't know James Harden. He's hard to root for if you watched him in that second half last night. Wasn't really doing much. Um, just settling for that step back three pointer he's got, and if that thing's not falling, he's not really doing much. But he did have some good defensive plays, so give him that. Uh, he dunked on Draymond. No one likes Draymond, so <laughs> thank you for that, James. But,
0: do you think that do you think in the in the in the Cavaliers series, do you think that it would be I, I keep wondering what a healthy
1: as our uh, coworker
0: starts his, uh, there you go. Which we <laughs> keep talking about motorcycles all the time, and then uh, gets direct proof of uh, the noisiness that motorcycles can incur. And I'm sure, as usual, he'll sit there for about twenty five minutes revving it up. Yeah, for our, some reason, even though it's parked.
1: Our coworker's got a got a good. Co- I don't know if it's a Harley or whatever, but it's got pretty loud exhaust on there, and uh, it wakens the whole building up when he starts it. So. That's so what you're hearing
0: right now, and he's out of here. And now so. he drives away, and you can probably hear that, too, because <laughs> everyone can. Um, yeah, we because I know we were talking about um, how you were talking about how having your, the top of your car down, you just felt kind of dweeby. And I know <laughs> me and my wife had a conversation about how wearing a helmet, you know, some people consider that the full-face you know, helmet to be kind of nerdy or sort dweeby. of dweeby about it. The but the reality is that the reality is like most people now driving, it just looks kind of dweeby now. Even when you don't wear a full helmet, they wear goofy headgear. You know, people are still wearing bandanas about <laughs> 40, 50 years past uh, its cool factor. Yeah, let whatever. me know
1: how that bandana is going to help you out once your face is scraping against the uh, pavement there. <laughs> I think it's probably a little. Well, we know how hip that thing
0: is. See, yeah, it's probably a little Definitely. cool. Probably a little cooler to be alive, rather than just because you had to not wear a crocodile. But hey, hat. man,
1: that cute girl that you would never talk to in the car over is really gonna think you're cool when you got that bandana on. So she's gonna glance over you, and really, you know, wish you pull over and stop to talk to her. But <laughs> <laughs> See, we know it always <laughs> happens, right? <laughs> yeah, we can just maybe we can just
0: keep it, uh, keep bandanas. You know, contained to maybe dogs can wear them around their neck, or if you have cancer or one of those two, It's about the only times it's really uh, the efficient use of a bandana. But I mean, at some point, I we were me and my wife were in like, Geneva over the weekend, and this is the magic of podcasting, is I'm going to pretend like we haven't talked about it before. Um, Your we were wife? all. you have a wife who's that you never told me this um there was uh, we were riding scooters over there like i told you and you know it's a new experience for me it's not something i've really ever done and and basically when we were going down some of these back roads there was basically like a mile long road just filled back-to-back bikers just all riding together, not particularly fast, anything, just kind of cruising. And I know it's a particularly common practice, but of course we tried to do the, the motorcycle wave to the, you know, the low, low side, you know, just a sort of acknowledgement or everything. And I guess a couple of them, you know, didn't want to respect the scooter, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. It seems like a wasted mm-hmm. effort to hate yeah. them, to not respect someone who's going 40 miles an hour on a scooter like it's you know it's not like we're out there with like razors or something trying to salute the motorcycle or whatever it's you know
1: yeah it's supposed to be love for the two wheels you know and uh, a lot of these guys they think they're too cool uh, to get on a scooter to enjoy a scooter technically it's the same experience maybe they can't get up to the same speed but the whole point of it is to feel the wind in your hair man and then the scooter definitely achieves that so scooters are cool don't let anyone hate hate on your scooter
0: yeah and real, realistically I mean you can get some some of the really more ornate ones like some of those things can
1: be so pretty in California they're they're, uh, they're a big big thing I know one of the other podcasts I listen to the owner uh, has multiple cars but he only rides his scooter on Venice Beach because that's the most practical thing of doing things in that area you know there's not too much room for cars so it's uh you gotta take advantage of situation. it really kind of
0: gives you i mean i guess the the thing that really stinks is every once in a while it gives you sort of a false sense of safety riding a scooter because you think this thing is not (laughs) you know you don't ride a scooter thinking you know i'm gonna die on this today and realistically it the wheels aren't as big so it's not as stable there is no, I mean, it's lighter, so it's just the nature of even driving a lighter car around usually yeah. can cause issues with, you know, traction and everything. Um, and then, I mean, above all that, you just don't take it as seriously because it's it's a it's a motor scooter and, you know, you don't really think about it as being... That dangerous, but man, I will tell you, I really thought I cracked that frame in half. Just a couple of those potholes I went over, probably something that I would never notice in a car or, yeah. or even a motorcycle yeah. probably, but like... You just felt that, huh? Just hit him and it was just like... You know, and you're yeah. like, this, that's not right. This is not good. <laughs> well,
1: it was a rental scooter, so it might not have been the best. Well, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> certainly
0: wasn't trying to. One of them was pretty terrifying. I was looking at a house off to the side because I was well behind the back and... Turned around just in time to get a nice dive into a pothole and come out of it. And I was like, yeah, okay, now I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> and stop looking away from the road. <laughs> anyway, I know we were talking about the basketball playoffs and everything. I wanted to ask, everyone wants to make the healthy Celtics argument about how much more competitive the series would be. And I guess if you have the series at 2-2, two two, is, it, is it walking away? If you have Gordon Hayward and you have Kyrie Irving healthy, does that suddenly particularly weigh the scales a little heavier? Yeah,
1: I would think if Team South, the Cavs would have been done this round for sure. I mean, them being injured, you have to take in fact that these younger guys got a lot more reps this season and got a lot more used to more minutes, you know, the game feel. So they probably wouldn't have performed as better, but it's hard to replace... It's hard to replace Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, what they bring to the table, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they just have a deeper bench. And the uh, the Cavs, their bench, they play Jeff Green. So that all you have to say about that, their bench, they play Jose Calderon and Jeff Green. So their, their bench isn't the best. But they got LeBron James, so he counts like four players, four good players. So
0: <laughs> That's basically how it's, been, <laughs> how it's felt. And I know you take a particularly aggressive stance against the Warriors, but I want to ask you this question. Next year with LeBron's tenure in Cleveland probably coming to an end, do you believe that maybe the Warriors – I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe the Warriors' super team was built to challenge whatever super team LeBron is able to next. dig up next.
1: Well, there is going to be one coming and The beauty of the NBA is that no matter what you think is going to happen, you're, you can't predict it. Last year wasn't crazy. No one expected the offseason to be like that. No one expected Kyrie to get traded. No one expected the Celtics to trade their number one pick away. You know, these GMs really pull deals out of their ass a lot of times. And I can't wait to see it. You know, I can't wait to see what happens. We just need some kind of competitiveness. That's all we could ask for as fans, is not to have a sweep every round and not to have a blowout every game uh, where the home team just blows out the other team. These are the playoffs, you know. Uh, We want entertainment. We don't want 40-point blowouts, but I don't know serious is tied and these next couple of games are gonna be fun and I'm excited so
0: no I, um, yeah I mean I, I know I don't watch as much basketball as I could, but realistically I can I can see that you know a lot of these things where you say there's no you suddenly start realizing there are no single digit differences in games I can see where that's got to be particularly discouraging although yeah like you said last night i mean i'll guess it, i'll have to say it was a good game considering i watched the first quarter of that warriors game and i really thought it was a runaway and somehow they lost yeah so i mean there's got to be a few surprises every once in a while
1: um jay you want to talk about uh our company our company picnic and basically i don't know if the uh our listeners know that we're, we're personal, recording yeah. this podcast uh during our lunch break yeah
0: that, uh, we are in uh we're in Packland right now our uh, conference center we both work for namco usa in the accounting department so uh we don't do much it's but ju- we uh it's we, we have like the
1: office basically think of the office it's,
0: <laughs> it's basically the office <laughs> but a lot more foreign
1: people working in it it's the foreign <laughs> office it's the foreign office i um, might be your only purebred american here that's full time <laughs> <laughs> Full time American. Yeah, cause we got it. we got Tina,
0: but we yeah, got Dan, I guess. Yes, Dan. It's starting to sound like I'm not the only one. <laughs> you might be the only one, except for the other two. <laughs> um, man, and this is a real—it's a sore subject sometimes. Cause now we're going personal with this picnic. We um, they first of all this like, pic this picnic is about three four months earlier than the one last year was, and I know you missed the last year one, but. Ah, uh, they picked a very good day, I believe, and it was in Lovely September, day. and it was a great day, and basically, um, it was on a Friday. Everyone got out early. Everyone got to go home. This year, they decided it was going to be in May, late May, right at right at the end of the, the tail rainiest end of May, rainiest May in <laughs> Chicagoland, and basically. They wanted to do it to impress district managers, of course, since they were gonna be in. And I, you know, I'm sure a few of them came by, but it wasn't a particularly larger showing than last year. I think you just lost people on the other end, you know, but, um, but you know, it's, it's nice. I mean, they, they, did, they had a more organized bags thing now that they've unified by making more bags boards, Pac-Man themed bean uh, beanbag toss boards. Um
1: and they had volleyball set up and everything. And um Yeah, we played uh we played some softball with a coworker we don't usually talk to. Yes. Turns out that uh being good at medieval sword fighting makes you a good uh <laughs> <laughs> makes you a good softball player. <laughs> I'm really hoping that for some you know, I'm hoping he doesn't
0: listen to these podcasts and be like, Oh I told you my nerdy secret, now you must die. <laughs> <laughs> You know um, yeah it's always it's a fun chance to meet a few coworkers you don't usually con converse with because people down in operations and everything always want to pretend like the upper floor like it's it felt pretend when we started working here, and people had that hatred of the upper floor and sort of the white collar corporate uh floor of the building, and then slowly but surely, you didn't know any of their names and didn't deal with most of them on a regular basis, so it became sort of like it felt a lot more true once you've been here for a while, but, um, oh, I mean, you realize a lot of them don't have a lot of interpersonal skills for people who work with people on a regular basis, you know, so we had some fun, uh, and some, we, we had some, uh, fun, more d- dirty conversations of, you know, people not being very friendly during volleyball games and,
1: I yeah, you know, know. my favorite is always the guy that takes things too seriously, you know. I mean, I always bring a smile on my face when someone uh, gets their uh, rocks off yelling at their coworkers, you know, that haven't played ba- volleyball in, uh, in maybe three years, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but that's always my favorite. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean, I, I always try and go out there and try, but, you know, I'm never going to. Hold it it's on hard, to somebody it's else. It's hard to
1: die for those low ones when uh, we're playing in some mud due yeah. to, to the rain.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. You won't, you
1: won't catch me going
0: all out for any of that stuff.
1: We one of our coworkers did, and he ended up leaving. Uh, he ended up leaving like he needed a couple showers. So, so <laughs> that's the same guy that took a volleyball to the face <laughs> from supply. Because of
0: because uh, <laughs> of yours, truly, huh? <laughs>
1: if I don't mean to brag, but. I don't mean to brag, but I'm
0: tall. <laughs> I'm And tall. I spike volleyballs. But, yeah. And I yelled at every single person who wouldn't set me up for a spike.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, but. And you somehow. practically ran
0: over our Japanese coworker when I set him up for one. Oh, Kobe. And you want? Uh, you, we you we have our way. Japanese
1: co-worker who has the coolest name. Kobe. What's his mm-hmm. name? Yoshi.
0: Yoshi Kobayashi. Yoshi. This well, no. It was well, Yoshi, Yoshi. Uh, Yoshiaki Yoshi. Ko, Kobayashi. He, he's been acclimating himself a lot, and he's actually pretty good at. He's actually pretty decent at volleyball, but uh, I had set him up clearly with the instruction of, Kobe, here you go. And <laughs> Kobe wasn't
1: performing up to par. <laughs> 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 Till this point, this is what this is whats what was gone through my head. Yeah. So, so um. Uh,
0: Bartek over here decides he's going to step in and intervene, although when he gets to the ball, they both watch it drop dead center in the middle of him. Uh, you know,
1: communications, chemistry, but again. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll sign, we signed up for our rec league.
0: You know, talking about chemistry, I know uh, I don't want to bore everyone thinking that all we can talk about is sports and everything. So I know a big thing here with us is uh, – Video games. We've played some. We've played a couple over time here. Mainly, one in its sequel. But video game news. <sighs> I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any themes for it yet. Until we can actually really dramatically edit these. Um, so, um, I'm seeing like a lot of resurgence in like local co-ops. It's actually becoming a much easier to search field finding games that just allow you to put more than yourself into the same system which obviously with a computer is a big thing if you have one gaming computer and two people who want to play obviously it's that so i know we've played uh guns gore and cannoli which is a amazing game
1: yeah it's an underrated game a lot of you might have not heard of it i encourage you to check out both version the original and the second my opinion, the original was a little better. The second one has mechanics improved, but there's some things... I had some gripes about it that just the first one really um, really felt like the one we... Well, we spent way more time on the first one than the second one. Yeah, the second yeah. one, we kind of just passed, then kind of threw it aside. The first one, we got all the achievements. We got achievements for both of them, but the first one was definitely a lot harder, a lot more rewarding to play, so... Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know, Jay. what was the price on Steam for those games?
0: price on Steam, Guns Gore, the original one, I believe is 10 bucks, and I think the second one is
1: $20. I guarantee you it's $30 worth of fun right there for both. Uh, and, again, this is a good game for uh, coworkers on lunch breaks, for roommates, for boyfriend and girlfriend, you know? It's definitely a, a game where... You don't have to have necessarily too much video game skill to succeed in and, and have fun and enjoy it. You know? Yeah,
0: and it gives you a lot of... Um, I'm realizing you might want to get a little closer. I'm realizing my levels are way higher. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, basically, uh, the, the fun thing about it is it gives you the four-player Option as well within Without the same screen. screen, yeah, yeah, all in the same screen, and and honestly, it it really doesn't get too confusing, especially with the first one. I know I've played, three people on the on there, and it's not too confusing. The second one only gets a little confusing because you have the wheel, and if multiple people are standing next to each other and they open their weapon wheels, you're gonna be really confused as to who's doing what. Yeah, but um, uh, but still, it's a good it's a good mechanic to have. Uh, I know we also played Rocket League, too. I know that that's not going to be some new thing on people's radar as they're entering probably their third or fourth season at this point in time, but um, that's a particular favorite to go to.
1: Rocket League, uh, if you're more of a technical sports fan, FIFA is still one of the best soccer choices you could pick for video game-wise. Mm-hmm. We had a couple good matches uh, together. We created our own season. Which was fun too, uh we lost our players and uh, we said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we
0: decided that we could sell our creative players for $300 million together and, and they got bundled up uh, elsewhere and then they lost all of our transfer funds to buy them back when we got nostalgic and that just broke my heart a little too much.
1: Yeah, so maybe one day we'll start a new season back up again. Bring bring back the original cast. But it's nothing funner than making your own player, and putting in a sports game, you know, and just owning everyone fulfills that inner. Well, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. The inner you, dream uh, you have. That just you weren't born with the genetics, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> at least your name. At least there's at a least poorly represented <laughs> character of you with the same name as you in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: careful with the elbow slams. Yeah. Careful. (laughs) Careful. Stop. Sorry. Sorry. I'll stop fucking doing it. Rest in peace, headphone. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, podcast. So some the bigger announcements, and I want to get it when it it can ever really get on sale, is this game called A Way Out, and it's a split-screen co-op where two people try and break out of prison, and basically you don't know each other. You go in meet each other and you break out and eventually it leads to like further story on from there but it's a more realistic looking and everything and it's just kind of a it's like a cool game um i know one of our co-workers is pretty into uh no man's sky but i was really excited to hear that they're actually it's coming out for xbox after all this time i tried renting it on playstation a long time ago and i remember the library had a particularly bad disc at the time and i really never got back around to playing it but um having an xbox one update is good because it's supposed to include all of the new sort of bug fixes and they're also talking about uh adding an online multiplayer where you can now i mean the the thrill of the game before was uh they're like oh well you'll you'll never run into another human in the game it's so large you know it's it's unlikely and now they're like, oh, you want to work in parties together? Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know you'd actually want to be with other people. Yeah,
1: you know? I think it goes back to the whole modern video game principle of releasing a 70% completed game and then realizing what people really want and bringing that 30% in with DLC or, uh, download, or even a lot of times free downloadable content. But one game that's been good with uh, it might not be on Jay's. Radar, but Gran Turismo Sport, free monthly updates with a lot of content added for free. So since the game came out, there's been constant monthly updates and the games go taking up a lot of a lot of space on my PlayStation. So, <laughs>
0: uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, I don't know if they put a release date on it yet, but it sounds like you know fall kind of october uh, I'm excited to see where it goes from there. I know I spoiled the ending for my wife, and she wasn't happy about it uh, for the first one. So I don't know if you've played
1: it, the first one. I played the first one a while ago. Uh, classic Rockstar game, right? Rockstar? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very, I
0: mean, cool story. Like, interesting <laughs> yeah. to play it back in time and everything. Uh, I uh, could ride
1: a horse and shoot at the same time. Can't, uh, you could, can't think of too, too much games that you can do that in. Yeah. That's
0: very true. I was about to say, I was like, I don't know which Red Dead you played because I took that sentence as a you thought you couldn't shoot from the horse.
1: No, no. And I was
0: like, you didn't play Red Dead Redemption then. I'm so, I don't know how to tell You're you. are right, less. man. How'd you, how'd, you, how'd you know, man? How'd you know? You got me. I'm trying to be cool. I, um uh, big spoiler alert here uh, I couldn't deal with the character assassination. It's particularly one of those moments. I remember watching a PlayStation Access video where they had said uh, times you were upset at a game because of cutscenes, and basically Marston does all the wrong things in a cutscene that you would never do, and gets killed. And basically, like, the whole time you're thinking, okay, I'm in a barn, I'll hide in the barn and I'll shoot them from cover. You know, I don't care if it's 100 of them. I'll kill all of them. And, you know, no problem, you know. So, but, but, you know, they don't allow you that choice. They basically force you into that now. kind of ending, which, you know, it creates a narrative, but unfortunately you have to play as his son after that, and his son just doesn't have the chops that, that he had, and it's just kind of deflating. So it looks like you're going back in the past, which has a lot of interesting... Things because they explain a bit about his story in the first one, but they don't really go into detail. I mean, yeah. It sounds like this next one's going to kind of go into that kind of detail. I don't know if you have any experience with um, any of these games, but I like to call them now The Parachute Games, which is basically anything that makes you jump out of a this, this whole phenomenon now where there's maybe about at least three or four games off the top of my head. I can think of where you... Para, you parachute or something from something above an island and it turns into a battle royale kind of game. Uh, Fortnite, PUBG, insert name for parachute game <laughs> where they either unleash you on a world with a team or by yourself. I don't know if you've played any, anything. I haven't. Those. My
1: friends have. I haven't gotten too much into it. I watched some YouTube videos just to see what it's about. Seemed kind of confused did think like it was my uh, type of game, so well, I don't know if we're going to have too much Fortnite,
0: PUBG talk on here. <laughs> I think the interesting, the sad thing is that PUBG is really only on the computer and on Xbox, so there's no, um, so you wouldn't be able to really play it on PlayStation, and I think the computer you have probably isn't PUBG capable. My, my computer is barely PUBG capable, but um, Fortnite is fun, and it's free, so that's yeah. what keeps me playing it, but the reality is I can't handle the building aspect.
1: Yeah, it, i never understood it's, that. It's basically
0: another Pirates aspect. Happening. PUBG, it's like we take PUBG and also, guess what, you have to like really know how to build things. And basically, every guy I run into, I go, oh, you're dead, and I got the gun on him, and then suddenly he starts building things in front of him, gets over me, and then just falls on me with a shotgun, and that's the end of the game, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it seems like it's a teammate game, really. you got to go in there with a full party. Yeah. You know, see, and then keep a... From what I could tell, that's the key to success. I haven't had too much time lately to play much games because I've been working on the uh, S2000. <laughs> the 2001 Honda S2000, which we we'll, we might talk about a little in the next podcast. We're kind of running out of time here today, so...
0: Yeah, I know we, uh, we both have kind of a... We both have kind of interesting feelings about cars and sort of our dream world of automobile chase. But um, I will tell you this, just finishing the video game category, um, Black Ops 4 reveal last week looked, looked pretty solid, although the one thing I can't stand is that suddenly you're now, they're whipping around again and that's always been my gripe, is when they started going future-ish with, with Black Ops that th- the game becomes too, you know... I mean, you can't focus on things because you're moving far too fast for anyone over 15 to be able to really get in on the game. But I am excited to see Battlefield Five, The trailer's supposed to come out about 3 o'clock today, so after this.
1: Oh,
0: I, um, I did not know that. And it's going to be... Uh, there, people are guessing it's World War Two, era uh, storyline and and everything. So that's uh, I I've, I've always I've appreciated Battlefield a lot after the after Battlefield One coming out a couple of years ago.
1: I appreciate and, Battlefield a lot more after. You just want some break from the run and gun craziness that is the COD's become. You know. Yeah. Uh, it seems like just the random spawn generators. It's it's hard to have strategy going in if you don't again have a full party seems like Battlefield is the uh it's the better option if you're looking for a little more realism a little more slow down a little more strategy and uh we're not all 15 year olds anymore you know to here uh God, <laughs> if they ever remake one over two is what i always say i will be the first one in line for that but until yeah. then i might stick with this world war ii one. i still have um uh, i like i really like when they stick to the real historical roots they don't get too sci-fi out here while jumping while running Yeah, it's, um,
0: you know, and I know that
1: you, uh, I'm sure that neither one of those games
0: is particularly heavily impacted on your hard drive, but I know you're always looking for a game to play. I always recommend Destiny around. I know me and my wife play Destiny a lot, and Destiny is one of those just nice first persons that isn't insane and still allows for some really cool. uh, you know teamwork aspects and some awesome online play. And honestly, even the PvP is not too bad. and uh, I'm not as familiar with PlayStation, but I've wanted to play Persona 5, but it's really only on PlayStation, so that was something I was going to recommend. Yeah. I don't know if there's a way to message on this app into the show or whatever or onto the wall, but if, if anyone at all listens to this podcast and wants to recommend some PlayStation 4 games to
1: Bartech. Feel free. Yeah, I was thinking of picking up that new God of War and I seen the commercial, everyone's giving out a 10 out of 10, so fuck it. <laughs> Let's you, see uh, if the hype is real. You, you've you, you've, I-
0: you've now become a you've now become a listener on the podcast to uh, a future segment of the of the podcast. My uh, my coworker is um you know, kind of got a Chicago accent thing going on where he uh <laughs> He sure seen a lot of things.
1: <laughs> I've seen it.
0: You've seen it. Yeah, he's seen the commercial. Uh, it's one of my favorite things, and when it happens, I tend to want to wanna point it out just because that's the kind of shit we do. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, I know there's a lot of games like I feel like I miss out on um, with all the Witchers coming out. I always hear such a great deal about that. And I've and I've only played The Witcher three briefly, because uh, it was a rental at the time. But um, yeah, every once in a while, it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't catch me the way it catches some people. I guess, but that's that's the nature of video gaming, man. I don't know. Everyone wants to talk about. I even tried. I played God of War for a while, like one of those first ones, and I was like, okay. I think it's kind of cool, but I don't know. Not not as epic as maybe other people would go with. Um, well, we've got developing uh, sports news to go, but I figure since we're kind of nearing the end here, I wanted to finish with one final debate here uh, on surviving the ground. Um, I was reading an article about um, unstoppable plays, uh, unstoppable things in sports, the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the Skyhook, or uh, Ricky Henderson stealing second base, And um, basically things that are just unstoppable. And they were arguing that possibly in the entire history of athletic sports, the kickball bunt is perhaps the most unstoppable play, unstoppable thing you can do in sports. The kickball bunt, if you think about it. I was thinking about this also with softball yesterday is that most of the time, you know, we have these guys that we were playing with yesterday who try and crush it, you know, and that's in kickball. You're like, I'm a man, I'm a run up, I'm a kick the you know, that ball as hard as I can and usually you end up popping out. You know, you hit it where you hit it right to somebody or something. But it's funny thinking about it in a in a culture where I like the the article the guy was even saying, you know, I look back at it and you think, Man, in some of those leagues you should have just bunted. You know, because you're playing with either kids who are uncoordinated or you're playing usually with people who are too old to be chasing down ground balls, you know. So, like, the big article is basically just debating that just just kicking a nice little, you know, bunt in kickball is supposed to be the most unstoppable way to get yourself
1: on base. It's a solid point, but good luck telling that to uh, a bunch of elementary school kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you always think about like the hardest thing in the world would be trying to pick that up and throw someone out at first, you know. Yeah. Especially when you talk about
1: people who probably can't catch it on the other end. Yeah. Oh, by the way guys, it's harder to catch a softball than one might think. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played softball in a while since yesterday at picnic and definitely had some fall right through my hands.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, tracking, uh realize that uh, you're more of a basketball player and tracking is not a very common attribute. That gets exercised in basketball.
1: No, I was definitely a little short a few times. But. Yeah, trajectory
0: is a. Is just it's also one of those harder things. to fat. <laughs> this is also true. Although we were using a wooden bat, and I can't tell you the last time competitively I've used a wooden bat. I also apparently have the batting form of a 70s year old baseball player. <laughs> yeah, all you needed was a mustache, and you would have been golden. Well, anyway, I want to leave everybody with this thought uh, from the cosmos. It's one of those important things uh, from Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about the chance nature of existence. Basically, the thought that we, the odds of us existing the way we do in everything and how so often something just being moved a tiny bit changes everything. You know, there's a lot of things that say if that asteroid doesn't hit here, then the moon isn't formed. If, that doesn't ha- if this doesn't hit here, then, you know, certain bacteria aren't formed and everything else doesn't exist, you know. And it's, you know, how many asteroids or how many other things miss the Earth by such a small margin and everything. So just something fun to think about and uh, uh, oddly sort of empowering in a way the chance nature Of existence of all of us,
1: being yeah. What if you uh, didn't take that morning poop and got on the road like five minutes earlier? (laughs) Never know. You could have died in the car crash. Are are you are you speaking from personal experience? (laughs) 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 What if you didn't take that poop and then you accidentally
0: pooped in your pants on the way to work and you didn't tell anyone about it?
1: Someone blows a red light, and you wouldn't have been at that red light if you took five extra minutes. (laughs) <laughs> to let it loose, you know? So, could have been still here on this earth, but you're not. So, <laughs> RIP to those that didn't stop.
0: RIP to the, to, the to the non poopers. To the non, yep.
1: Yeah. Anyway, this
0: is the first little test of our experiment on the podcast. I hope it was enjoyable for people, uh, even though you're probably sitting there screaming, I already knew all of this! <sighs> and for everybody else who thinks they know better than us, of course, you probably do. So I'm not going to argue with you. But uh, just a chance for us to get some words out there and have a little bit of fun on the job while getting paid to do so in a way. Yep, signing out. Signing out. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll, uh, we'll either update this with some more audio tomorrow or uh, we'll take another swing at it next week and hopefully production values get a little higher as So did the this was, the so listens did the, the views. listens. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, that, that's assuming that there's more than just me listening to it on repeat for a little while. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. it's, uh, this is uh, Surviving the Ground signing out. Uh, everybody have a wonderful day. Drive safe. Poop before you leave the house. <laughs> Noise.